Today is Wednesday, May 18th, 2022, and Elon Musk has been reading our tweets. Very excited about that. We have been helping Project Veritas break some huge stories about what is going on inside of that communist cesspool, and Elon Musk has responded to every single one of them, including a grotesque joke about Asperger's we cover on the show. Elon Musk roasts Biden and say he's voting Republican for the first time in his life. Elon Musk's march towards red pill Great Awakening continues unabated. The midterms are in full swing, and we'll give you a recap of the primary election nights that were held in critical states of Pennsylvania. And Audit finds that half of Joe Biden's Twitter followers are actually fake. The Netflix bloodbath continues also as 150 are laid off and hedge funds dump the stock. Go woke, go broke. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So he's special. Your special needs, you're literally special needs. So I can't even take what you're saying seriously. Targeting of tweets. Wait, 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 wait. You can read it. Let me see. And how to protect yourself. Groups like Project Veritas are active right now. Is that? Yeah. It's like some group that's trying to just out the employees. Like they're trying to go on dates with them like this and record them and then go sell it to the New York Times and say this is what the Twitter employee just said. This is what's really happening. This is what they're telling us to not do. You're lucky that you met me organically because I would be questioning everything about you. You're lucky that you met me organically because I would be questioning everything about you. You're not recording me, right? Like this doesn't... this. This cell phone that you have pointed at my face, this doesn't, this isn't recording me, right? God, how stupid are these people? Oh my God. Can I just start the show by saying, <laughs> slow clap. Slow clap for James O'Keefe, understanding the natural order of the far left, the narcissist class of the far left, who believes that every hot guy or girl that slides into their DMs is definitely just into them. Doesn't matter that they're obese and that they're obnoxious and that they are black hole level narcissists and vile individuals, that they are vain beyond their possible comprehensions. There is no word for the level of vanity inside of these people. If you are a four foot tall engineer at Twitter and this hot six foot blonde slides into your DMs, she's probably not that into you. She's probably James O'Keefe, but they don't get the memo. They don't get the memo. And they still keep going out on these hot dates, getting their drinks bought for them and making complete fools of themselves, but actually just exposing exactly who the far left is. Project Veritas dropping a new video last night, and we were privileged enough to break it. Project Veritas is so banned on Twitter, and James O'Keefe is so banned on Twitter, and isn't it interesting that Twitter continues to trend Project Veritas hashtags and trend the videos that are entrapping the Project Veritas Loser employees who are, quite frankly, just perfect ideologues for the far left. Mike Cernovich says this, To the surprise of no one with experience dealing with the far left, Twitter employees are not decent people. They are cruel, natural bullies who choose an ideological clique that will allow them to hurt 
others. This is why they join the far left. Hatred is in their souls. What exists in this video that would make Mike Cernovich say such a thing? Well, what you have in this video is a Twitter executive. We just have to assume that he's an executive because he has a very posh title. His name is Alex Martinez. He was captured on a hidden camera by Project Veritas. He is the head of partnerships at Twitter. Very prestigious job. And what he made clear over the course of what looked like many dates and drinks, because, of course, Alex Martinez is a vain person, a narcissist of the left who everyone, I mean, everyone just loves me, right? I mean, of course, everyone just wants to date me, AOC says. Everyone just wants a piece of me. (laughs) You're definitely not recording, are you? And by the way, big ups, big ups, huge based points, base points to whoever is the Project Veritas sting operator there who goes ahead and actually looks at a cell phone of Twitter language from their legal team saying, don't go on dates with people who are recording you on hidden camera. It will hurt the company. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) Ah, the cheek of these people. This guy has them read that email. And then the Project Veritas sting operator says, Project Veritas? What? What is Project Veritas? I have no idea. (laughs) And the clearly mentally ill bully who is a top-tier Twitter executive, a far-left sociopath who undoubtedly goes on and on and on in such insufferable ways about Twitter's health, and safety, and inclusion, and diversity, and equity initiatives. He goes on to mock Elon Musk. He goes on to mock special needs people, mentally ill people. He goes on to mock mentally challenged people. He says that Elon Musk has special needs. Again, essentially ascribing, essentially ascribing as a slur uh, that which would be used to identify the mentally challenged. And then goes on to say that Elon Musk has Asperger's. And that's exactly why Asperger's trended last night. And we were very proud to be helpful in James O'Keefe's plan to reveal exactly the true nature of the modern left, which is, as Elon Musk has said himself, wokeism is simply cruelty masked in virtue signaling so that they can hurt you and they can attack you and that they can take their presumed fake virtue, disguise it as something that is good for society as they weaponize their cruelty for power. That is wokeness. And it's always been that way, by the way. Listen, go back and read Das Kapital. Go back and read Karl Marx. The Communist Manifesto is masked as a virtuous thing. He's going to be liberating the people. And every person who's lived under Sovietism, statism, fascism, communism, knows that it is the opposite of liberation. They say it's for your good that Joseph Stalin will be taking all the grain from Ukraine and starving 10 million people. Yes, it's for your own good. And by the way, if you're starving to death, then you are just showing exactly your kulak nature. You're probably hoarding grain. Hmm, very bad. Maybe (laughs) you're hoarding baby formula as well. And here we have the natural order of the left. The natural iron law of the left 
is to mask your cruelty and venom and sick, small T, small energy nature in cruelty and in virtue. And these people are sick and we are very proud to help expose them. These people are not well. Everyone rejoiced this last week when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion, and we thought that maybe he'd be taking that company out of the leftist cesspool and into the land of free speech, but he's not out of the woods yet. You see, Twitter is still platformed on Amazon web servers. Those are the racks and the servers that could pull Twitter offline if they don't like what Elon Musk is doing. You don't think they'll do it? They did the same thing to Parler. They offlined the entire platform and crashed it because they didn't like what was happening on it. This is how evil and how incestuous the left has become with their control of the internet. It's why we need a new American internet. It's why we are so thrilled to be partnering with rightforge.com. Rightforge.com is the true American internet and founded on American free speech principles. That's why bennyjohnson.com is hosted by Rightforge. Rightforge is also bringing back President Trump to the internet by hosting Truth Social, a new online community for free thinkers and free speech. It's amazing to have a company that is investing in the real wire and infrastructure, the routers, the servers, the racks that make the internet possible. And if we don't go down to the very core, we'll never have free speech back. The core of American values is what drives RightForge. And we encourage you to go to rightforge.com. That's rightforge.com. And talk to them today about bringing your domain over so you are uncancelable by the left. Rightforge.com. And we are very happy that Elon Musk actually took <laughs> our reporting from yesterday with the help of Project Veritas and responded to it. Let's go ahead and read from the Post Millennial about what exactly happened. What's made clear is that Twitter's ideologically driven staffers believe that free speech takes second place to a greater cause. That is for the planet, Martinez says, as this sect of the company will rebel against Elon Musk's plans. Martinez says that Twitter cares more about ideology than making a profit. Now I think about, now I think it's about, well, right now we don't make a profit. So it's going to say ideology, which is what's led us to not being profitable. So he's saying that wokeism has made Twitter broke. Twitter is broke because they are woke because they ban the accounts that create the most engagement and they ban the open and free conversation that everybody wants to have on a social media platform in favor of censorship regimes and in favor of their own fragile wokeness. Martinez then mocked his potential future boss, Asperger's syndrome, saying that Elon Musk has Asperger's syndrome. Asperger's syndrome is when people sh uh, shout out words or can't control their speech. Let's say he's a Looney Tune. He has Asperger's, Martinez says in an undercover Veritas video. So he's special. We all know that, and that's fine. So here, no one's going to say some effing crazy S because he's special. Elon Musk reacted to the video. You can see here that Elon Musk has said, well, it's a little small on screen, but Elon Musk says a Twitter executive... Twitter executive trashing free speech and mocking people with Asperger's. Yes, a very good look. 
Is that against Twitter's hateful content policy? Is this Twitter executive going to be deplatformed himself? We're very happy that Elon Musk pinned this tweet to his profile, as you can see, 93 million followers, in a response to the reporting from Project Veritas. So Elon Musk now watching Project Veritas videos. He's been responding to our videos that we have been posting with the help of James O'Keefe over the last many days. And, well, ladies and gentlemen, it kind of speaks for itself. What's going to happen next at Twitter? What kind of bloodletting will Elon Musk do when he takes charge? And Twitter is certainly asking now, this morning, trying to force the deal to go forward as Elon Musk is pushing back against them because of their many millions of bot farms. Everybody knows that bots are a huge problem on Twitter. Elon Musk wants to get to the bottom of it. We'll see what happens. So, like your special needs, your literally special needs, literally though, you really are. So I can't even take what you're saying seriously because you're special. These are the comments of a Twitter executive mocking mentally challenged people, mocking people who are on the spectrum, making fun of those with Asperger's, ascribing to his new boss, Elon Musk, Asperger's syndrome. This is why Asperger's trended yesterday on Twitter because of these people, these vile individuals. They are natural bullies. They are the cruelest members of society. They wish to hurt you. They have hatred in their hearts and they clothe themselves. They ensconce themselves in the colorful and peaceful language of corporate America, saying that their number one goal is safety. That's right. And health on the platform. And what that is, is a Trojan horse to ban and to blacklist and to shadow ban and to de-boost and to de-platform people that they disagree with. Just like little Stalinists, just like the little Soviets of a different era, marching in tune with their censorship regimes, you mustn't question the regime narratives, and that is precisely what these people are. They are agents of a tyrannical state, and Project Veritas is exposing them. Project Veritas is showing the true nature of Twitter, that Twitter.com is not a social media network, nor are they a company. They are a fraudulent operation claiming to have more users than they actually do, claiming to care about free speech or America or the principles that undergird this country and that undergird social dialogue in favor of a tyrannical, communist-centered censorship regime, which is precisely what you're getting. Over the last two days, Project Veritas has released two videos with two top-level engineers and executives explaining that Twitter's sole purpose is to create and manufacture false consensus around leftist narratives. The purpose of Twitter and the reason why I will gain 100,000 followers when Elon Musk takes over, right? So Elon Musk acquisition is announced. I gain 100,000 followers. Obama... Hillary Clinton, AOC, they all lose collectively millions of followers. Why are they losing millions of followers? Why am I gaining hundreds of thousands of followers? The only logical answer, and the answer put forward by me, 
not by the corporate press, but by me, is that they were deboosting our accounts. That I had actually hundreds of thousands of more followers or had the capacity to gain those followers and Twitter wasn't letting me. Twitter was restraining, censoring, and clamping down on our accounts. Now, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, they're not even allowed on Twitter. They've been kicked off Twitter. And various members of Project Veritas have also been kicked off Twitter. And, I mean, it is a masterstroke that Project Veritas trends on Twitter once a week. And they do so by sheer force of truth and content and what would otherwise be known as reporting. This would be known as, in my era growing up, 60 Minutes would do hidden camera videos all the time. It, it was about Jiffy Lube, and it was about major corporations, and they were always going after major corporations and fraud inside of companies. Here, James O'Keefe is exposing the very thing that corporate media used to do, which was hold powerful people accountable. The entire purpose of media is to hold powerful people accountable. And it is now befallen to a ragtag group of Andrew Breitbart acolytes like James O'Keefe and your boy Benny and the Charlie Kirks of the world and the Daily Wires of the world and Turning Point USA to do the job that the regime media has forfeited in service of being the Praetorian Guard for the regime. So bravo to James O'Keefe for exposing the reality at Twitter.com. The reality at Twitter.com is that they are a regime censorship tool and narrative control mechanism tool. Their purpose is to manufacture fake narratives, trend fake hashtags, boost fake accounts in order to give the perceived metaverse notion, because it's really, it's just a fake reality. It's fugazi, fugazi. It's a fake reality that there are more leftists in America than there actually are. That there is more consensus in America for left-wing politics than there actually is. To give blue check marks and massive followings, fake followings, to leftist organizations and leftist shills and to boost up their tweets in your timeline and your algorithm to remove the capacity for you to see tweets as they come in and to boost into your timeline only leftist narratives. And through that mechanism, they are able to warp the world around them using this very powerful tool because this tool, Twitter, is the tool where producers and news heads and news company executives get their information from. It is absolutely the primary source of news breaking in the country. And so if they are able to manufacture the world on Twitter, that will be reflected to some of the lower IQ or lower energy people inside of newsrooms around America as, a, as the consensus of the world, people living through the Twitter lens. And so they distort that window, they distort that lens, and then they create an alternate reality where Republicans don't exist where conservative ideals are in the decline instead of the ascendancy, which they are, and where the left has broad-scale populist consensus, which they don't. They don't have it. Did you know that not since the pandemic 
have stocks slid as much as they slid just last month. Quarterly earnings are abysmal. The economy is shrinking and mortgage rates are going through the roof because the Fed knows that an overheated economy and hyperinflation is going to lead to disaster. And it's already here, ladies and gentlemen. Stagflation and the worst economic climate in many decades is upon us. What are you doing to protect your wealth? In the Johnson family, we're using our friends at Birch Gold. We are buying precious metals and diversifying into something of real value. My wife and I, invested for the first time last month and Birch made it so easy. For the first time, we have our future protected by precious metals. We diversified into a tax-sheltered retirement account with gold and it couldn't have been easier. Please text Benny to 989898 to secure the gains you've made while you still can. Every roller coaster comes to an end. Every night at the bar comes with a hangover and we are here. Do not get a headache over losing your fiat currency because of the dumb decisions made in Washington. Invest in something of real value. Gold, ladies and gentlemen, through Birch Gold, the only people I trust with my future. Text Benny to 9898 and start protecting your future today with gold. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we are seeing now the cracking of the facade, the crumbling of the infrastructure, and the exposing of Twitter.com as indeed the realities of inside the mechanisms of Twitter begin to show. Communists in charge using the platform for cruelty and political purposes. They don't care about a profit. They have defrauded their investors. They have lied about their users. And Project Veritas is exposing it all. The rotted, diseased temple is crashing down. Thank God for Project Veritas. We need more of it. We need more of it. So let us take a moment and say definitively what Twitter is. Twitter is a regime control mechanism, undoubtedly pushing and warping a fake narrative of a liberal neoliberal ascendancy worldview when in fact reality could not be more opposite. The reality is that people on Twitter want to follow Elon Musk. They want a world that reflects the real world. But Twitter is able to manufacture consensus and manufacture popular opinion through manipulation and lies masked and clothed and dripping in fake virtue. And the moment these scum come face to face with some hot date that they're on, with some Project Veritas journalist, they say what they really mean. What they really want is pure and total communist control. Commie as F, as the engineer said in his video yesterday. And what they really want is cruelty to mock mentally challenged and or speech-challenged disabled people, people with Asperger's and their incoming CEO. We can only pray that Elon Musk takes that flamethrower of his, figuratively, metaphorically, and just torches this entire disgusting, diseased temple, moves it to Texas, and rehires all the staff, make them beg for their jobs, and make them explain to you 
explain to the Bobs, uh, what exactly do you do here? What would you say uh, you do here? And let's start replacing people at Twitter with people who are simply trying to run a company that does indeed serve as a very valuable resource and tool. We use Twitter all the time for this show. We use Twitter all the time for our Newsmax show. It serves as a tool. It has a function. Let's make that function something that is devoted to free speech and that is not a weapon of the left. I think Elon Musk is ready to do that. Elon Musk is getting more based and red-pilled as we observe in real time. And it's a very special thing to see because Elon Musk saying that he's going to vote Republican for the first time in American history should be a shock to the system. Everyone on the left should be wondering, how did we lose so badly? And precisely how are we going to win back the richest man in the world, somebody who voted for Barack Obama, somebody who should be on our side? How have we lost so miserably? According to the post-millennial, Elon Musk will be voting Republican for the first time ever, saying that after years of only voting for Democrats, I have voted overwhelmingly for Democrats, Elon says. Historically, like I'm not sure, I might never have voted for a Republican, to be clear, Musk says. Musk is a registered independent and said that Twitter has a very far left bias. He claims not to be neither a Republican or a Democrat, but Musk also says whoever controls the teleprompter is the real president. <laughs> Let's go. Elon Musk saying he's going to vote Republican. Go in, red pill Elon. Um, you know, the, the, the reality is uh, that, that Twitter at this point, you know, has uh, a very far left bias. Um, and I, I would classify myself as, as a moderate and you know, neither Republican nor, nor Democrat. Um, and in fact, uh, I have voted, voted overwhelmingly for Democrats uh, historically, overwhelmingly. Like, I, I'm not sure I, I might never have voted for a Republican, just to be clear. Right. Um, now, now, this election, I will. <laughs> 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 well, David, you okay? Keep going, keep going. He's fine, he's fine. We're going to resuscitate him. We're going to resuscitate David yeah. Sachs. I mean, let me ask you a first question. The point I'm trying to make yeah. is that this is not some sort of attempt to, uh, you know, it's not some right wing takeover, um, as, as say people on the left may fear, uh, yeah. but rather a moderate wing takeover um, and an attempt to uh, ensure that, that people of, of all. Uh, you know, political uh, beliefs feel welcome on on a digital town square that and they can express uh, their their beliefs uh, without fear of being banned or shadow banned. Um, and, and and that we, we obviously need to get rid of the bots uh, and, and, and scams and trolls and, and people that are operating uh, huge bot armies in an attempt to uh, unduly influence the, the public opinion. So he's right. There are bot armies that exist on Twitter. It is one of the most poisonous and toxic platforms. You can send a tweet, and as long as your tweet uh, enforces the regime, you'll be fine. But if the tweet criticizes the regime, expect for hundreds of thousands of comments to slide into your DMs, God forbid if you have them open, or slide into your mentions and to do to tell you to kill yourself and all these other manner of horrible things, right? This is the poison of Twitter. And every single bot is like Jerry16974B7187. They're not real people. They're sock accounts. They're fake accounts that are manufactured out of Indonesia, run by various left-wing dark money organizations that want to intimidate and to silence conservatives. This isn't real. It's grass 
tops. It's manufactured AstroTurf, and it should end. And Elon Musk is so righteous to end it. Elon Musk also probably wants to end the Biden regime in comments yesterday, saying that Joe Biden is, in fact, president teleprompter. The stuff's just gold. Elon, take it away. But it's not as if Biden has flipped the script and said, okay, we're going to go 180 degrees in the other direction. He's kind of kept it the same, which has been really surprising, actually. Man, it's hard to tell what Biden's doing, to be totally frank. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like it's the, weekend the, at Bernie's. The, 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 the real president is whoever controls the teleprompter. You know, it's like it's like it, the, the, the path to power is the path to the teleprompter. You know, like what because what, that then he just reads the teleprompter. So you know, I, I do feel like like if, if somebody would accidentally lean on the lean on the teleprompter, it's going to be like Anchorman. It's going to be like QQQ ASDF one two three, you know, type of thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, in fairness to Biden, he, he hasn't been napping as much as he needs to, but it's hard to say hard job. I mean, things just... that are getting done, you know, I mean, this administration just, just, it doesn't seem to get a lot. So Elon Musk saying that Joe Biden is president teleprompter, savage, and that the teleprompter operator controls the presidency. He's not wrong. We've all seen when Joe Biden goes off teleprompter. We've all seen when Joe Biden tries to make up things in his mind as he's going. He can't even get the names of his own family members correct. He bites his wife's finger. He's just extremely creepy. It's not, not good. Not good with Joe. It's so painful to watch when Joe has a moment where he just forgets where he is or forgets what he's doing. He had a event yesterday for Asian Pacific Islanders. It's Asian Pacific Islander month, you know, whatever. And I don't even know the acronyms, but Joe Biden couldn't get him right. It couldn't get the acronym right for the interest group that he was supposed to be speaking to at the White House. It's so painful. There's been a lot of reporting at the White House about how when Joe Biden goes out on stage, everybody just cringes as they watch. Everybody in the White House, in the speechwriting office and inside of the PR office, just sit there and like clutch their binders and cringe what's going on oh please don't say anything that's going to embarrass us or force us to have a news cycle about what you said please don't say you're going to kill vladimir putin or you want regime change again joe biden famously saying this man cannot stay in power talking about vladimir putin giving russia all the note that they need that regime change is precisely the goal of the Biden administration. Of course, those comments were unscripted. That's just Joe Biden going off teleprompter. And so Elon Musk correct in saying that the teleprompter administration is in fact the real president is the man running the teleprompter. He also said that the reason for inflation was obvious and that Joe Biden printed a zillion dollars. Elon Musk saying that America is swiftly trending towards Venezuela. Every inflationary spiral is very simple. Too much money chasing after too few goods. When you print a billion of one thing, it becomes worthless. And so we have printed billions and billions and trillions of dollars, and so you are diluting the value of the dollar. The Biden administration wants to print more. Republicans are stopping them, and Republicans had a pretty good night last night. Election highlights from Fox News elections. Last night, Donald Trump's endorsement record stands at 79-3 and after he endorsed 26 candidates in Tuesday's primary election. So Donald Trump having a damn good record there and showing and proving quite, actually quite a bit about 
where we are as a country and how Trump does indeed reshape and shift the Republican Party towards nationalism. And that is a very, very good thing. Trump endorsed Douglas Mastriano and he won in GOP. He won the GOP nomination for Pennsylvania governor. Mastriano is a dude. This guy wants, this guy was a state senator. He wants to have election integrity and he is, I think, a very, very solid pick. The Senate primary is currently too close to call between Mehmet Oz and Dave McCormick. Mehmet Oz has been endorsed. Dr. Oz has been endorsed by Donald Trump. There's a little more than 2,000 votes separating the two. There will be an automatic recount if the final margin of victory is less than 5%, 0.05%. In North Carolina, rising star Bo Hines won the GOP nomination for North Carolina. 13, Madison Cawthorn did not win the nomination. In North Carolina, 11, there was a coordinated attack from the establishment on Madison. We think he'll come back stronger than ever. Kentucky, Rand Paul sailed to victory, taking 86% of the vote, crushing. Big fans of Rand Paul. Alex Scarlatos won the nomination in Oregon 4, where he ran unopposed and will face Val Hoyle as an incumbent. After incumbent Peter DeFazio announced that he will not seek re-election, Alex Scarlatos ran last time. Oregon has unlimited mail-in voting, and that is a problem in the state of Oregon. But Alex Scarlatos is a hero. He's the man who rushed the terrorist on the Paris train and did a fantastic job as an American hero. You may remember there was a, a train in Paris and a couple of Americans, Alex Garlato is a veteran, rushed this man before he could commit an atrocity and he's a total G. So who isn't a total G to the point of Elon Musk talking about President Teleprompter? Does anybody actually follow Joe Biden? Is anybody actually following along with Joe? No, actually, an audit finds that half of Joe Biden's Twitter followers are actually fake, according to the New York Post. At least half of President Biden's 22 million Twitter followers are bogus, a new audit revealed. The audit, which was done by the social media giant software firm Spark2, found that 49.3% of the president's followers are fake followers, according to Newsweek. Spark Toro has defined fake followers as accounts that are unreachable and will not see the account's tweets, either because they are spam, bots, propaganda, or because they are no longer active on Twitter. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is currently attempting to buy Twitter, but he's expressed concerns over a growing number of fake accounts and proposed a potential crackdown on the sham accounts. Musk said he believes that 20% of all Twitter accounts are fake and vowed not to go through with the 40 with the $44 billion purchase of the <clears throat> social media giant, excuse me, until the issue is resolved. Why is this important? Well, because of what we talked about previously, that the reason for fake accounts and for these inflated, massively inflated leftist accounts is to manufacture followings for the left-wing communist heroes that the Twitter staff so fetishly idealizes. They sit there and dream all day and night about AOC. They are truly the ones who want to date AOC. They are the ones who want to date Barack Obama. These people are sick. And in their fetishizing of these people, they are able to create and manufacture followings around them, even though these people are garbage at using the platform. I would take a Jack Posobiec or an ALX up against any tweets from AOC. They get regularly roasted on platform by these people. 
and ALX, who had 80,000 followers when he was deleted from the platform. For what reason? No reason. That's right. Zero reason. No one could come up with a reason why ALX is gone from the platform. He's a producer of this show, and he can't tweet. Why? Because they didn't like that his account was tweeting hilarious-based memes and that he was criticizing Joe Biden. And you won't be able to convince me otherwise. And ALX will get his account back someday, and we will throw a ticker tape parade down the main street of Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, the left is garbage at using social media. They are living inside of a cocooned bubble that has been created for them by the corporate press and by the Soviet social sites. And they live inside that bubble, and it is isolated, and so that means that they atrophy. When you don't use a muscle... You atrophy. Trust me, I know this because I just, I I have a newborn right now. My baby turned one month old and you spend a lot of time sitting on the couch and watching Netflix and eating Uber Eats. And if you don't use your muscles, they will atrophy and you will lose them. And the left has lost their ability to communicate with the American public, their ability to create original content and creative content by sitting their asses on the couch, presume proverbially, by letting corporate media do their job for them, message for them, letting social media isolate them and insulate them and boost their followings. Fake accounts. And Elon Musk is going to get to the bottom of it. And the left won't know what to do on a level playing field. They'll be, I mean, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be destroyed on a level playing field. Because again, again, we are better at this than them. We are better at social media than the left. We are better at creative and organic followings. We are better than the left at these things. And we are, quite frankly, harder workers. The left is lazy, just like every communist that ever lived. These people are slobs. They are lazy people. They don't want to work. They just want your stuff and give it to them now. And if they worked at Netflix, they may be out of a job, actually, because Netflix is experiencing a bloodbath right now. We invested a little bit in Netflix. Uh, very, very bad investment. This was, of course, before some of the some of the uh, horrible programming. Netflix is now canceling some of its more woke programming. Incredible. They were going to do a children's series based on the anti-racist baby book by Ibram X. Kendi. They've canceled that. But the bloodbath will continue unabated. And Netflix has laid off 150 employees as a hedge fund dumps their stock. The bloodbath at Netflix continues Tuesday, this according to Breitbart, as far left-wing streamer laid off 150 employees as part of an ongoing effort to cut spending amid a catastrophic subscriber forecast in the months ahead. Compounding the company's woes, several hedge funds reportedly dumped Netflix shares ahead of the streamer's recent first quarter earnings, signaling a broader lack of confidence from Wall Street than previously known. Netflix canned around 150 employees Tuesday, largely based in the U.S., with a significant portion of creative positions both in film and TV, according to a report by Deadline Hollywood. Our slowing revenue growth means that we are also having to slow our cost growth as a company, so sadly we are letting around 150 employees go today. I wonder how many of those employees are sitting there with their phones open to Twitter with pink hair or blue hair on their head, sipping their soy lattes and waiting to see the tweets 
from Dave Chappelle new Netflix special so that they can grab their signs and walk out of Netflix. How many of these employees were the ones who protested Dave Chappelle, saying that Dave Chappelle was anti-trans, right? I bet this <laughs> I bet this is a wonderful purge for Netflix to have these employees and to have the capacity to get rid of some of the most odious employees. Netflix actually sent out a culture memo earlier this week stating, hey, you're going to have to work on projects that you disagree with, and Netflix is not the place for you if you have a problem with that. Well, go to Netflix for finally pushing back against the cancer of woke culture that has spread and metastasized inside that company. These changes are primarily driven by business needs rather than individual performance, which makes them especially tough as none of us want to say goodbye to such great colleagues. Yeah, LOL. Netflix recently laid off staff in its animation department as well as in its in-house fan site. Tutum, never heard of that. Cost-cutting follows Netflix's disastrous first quarter report showing that the streamer lost 200,000 subscribers and expect to lose studying 2 million more in the months ahead. My family will probably be among them. We've already canceled Disney+. Plus. We're going to Netflix next. For the next year, Netflix's stock is down a whopping 68%. Several hedge funds dumped their Netflix holding prior to the earnings announcement, suggesting that widespread pessimism towards the companies on Wall Street, according to multiple reports. Funds, including Tiger Global Management and Winslow Capital Management, uh, have dumped Netflix shares. Breitbart reported hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman recently dumped the 3.1 million shares of Netflix that his fund purchased just a few months ago, saying he has lost confidence in the ability to predict the streamer's future prospects. Go woke. Go broke. If you do a show that entices child pornography, which is precisely what Cuties is on Netflix... Kind of amazed that my family hasn't canceled Netflix yet. We're going to do that tonight. We're we're done. If you make a show called Cuties where you hire child actors to do sexually explicit dances, then you deserve to be canceled. If you are perpetually pushing trash like men can get pregnant, which is exactly what Netflix pushes. They have a series right now. Can't remember what it's called. He, him, she, her, they, them where the premise of the show is that a man gets pregnant in Japan, expect the regular people who don't live on Twitter but live in the real world to say, see ya. Our currency is already inflated. Our grocery prices are through the roof. Our gas prices are through the roof. We don't have time for this trash. We actually just want to watch Seinfeld. We just go buy the seasons. We're just going to go watch Seinfeld. And we're going to go watch people who actually know how to create comedy. And we're going to go watch a world that was pre-woke. Because wokeness destroyed everything. Wokeness destroyed Twitter. Wokeness destroys Netflix. And wokeness is actively destroying this nation. That's why we fight against it on this show. We're very, very proud of what we're building here. And it's all because of you. And we just want to thank you as a viewer. It's something that uh, we view as we see is extremely important because there needs to be a counter narrative and there, it must be something that is delivered organically to you for free every single day. And it's why we're very, very happy to be joining in this movement with you. We in this movement have our priorities straight, God, family, country. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. So God bless you. Have a absolutely spectacular Wednesday. 
My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. Thanks for watching.